The kings of the earth live on Park Avenue in New York City. They stand now on the wooden bridge at 99th Street, over the train tracks, looking out at the red switch lights of the New York Central, and looking down at their turf. Their turf belongs to them, and they control it. Their turf extends ten blocks along the left side of Park, from 98th Street on up into 109th, where it fringes El Barrio, Spanish Harlem. Somewhere within this boundary, the kings of the earth live, and over it, they rule. In all, there are nineteen kings, but here and now only two, Teabag Perez and Red Eyes de Jaro, the war counselors. They smoke and watch and wait for Rigoberto Gonzalez, Gobert, the king of kings, their leader. In the deep blue light of beginning evening, a figure mounts the steps of the bridge, and thinking it is their leader approaching, they tense and turn to see. No, no, it ain't Gob, Teabag sighs impatiently. It's only detached Dan. Suppose he knows, Red Eyes wonders. Either that or he's smelling, Teabag answers. The pair watch Dan Rowan's approach. Dan is what social welfare circles call a detached worker, a street gang worker. He is employed by the youth board, a slender fellow in his early thirties, well over six feet with sand-colored, close-cropped hair, a lean, sharp-boned face, and bright green almond-shaped eyes. Dan walks leisurely toward them, a burned-down cigarette clutched between his long, narrow fingers, a faint smile at the edges of his wide, strong mouth. He wears a gray flannel suit, a green wool sweater under the jacket, a white shirt and plain yellow tie. Hi, boys. Dan? Hello, Dan. Nice night. Dan stands beside them now, looking down at the squalor that is... Upper Park Avenue. A lumbering vegetable truck squeezes its way in the closed street beneath them, snorting and coughing smoky fumes, and somewhere across from them in one of the tenement rooms a woman's husky voice croons, A room with a view and you. The early May sky is not yet dark, but the red neons in the drugstore on the corner are shining, and the raggedy yellow tomcat from the grubby grocery next to it is locked inside lying on a bunch of grapefruit in the display window, staring out moodily with its tail switching. Dan says, What's new? Teabag shrugs his shoulders. They shot a bomb off at Yucca. Flats, I hear. I hear tell they did that. T is a short, medium-sized 15-year-old with mud-colored hair, a smooth, ruddy complexion and a slumping posture. He is an alumnus of Coxsackie a state correctional institution, and under the sleeves of his shiny black leather jacket, his arms are punctured with needle marks. Before he went to Coxsack, he enjoyed a brief flirtation with marijuana and earned his nickname when his ma got in the habit of chiding him. You're nothing but a bag of teeth, sonny boy. But then he was only playing with the stuff. Now he has a romance with heroin, the white, white snow. Dan stubs his cigarette out and tosses it over his shoulder, sticks his hands in his trousers' pockets, and rocks back and forth on his heels. Yes, I read about Yucca Flats in the paper, he says quietly.
Big explosion, T remarks. It's the time of the year for them, Red Eyes Dejaro says. It's in the air.